0: 13th floor, floor, floor. The 13th
1: floor. The 13th floor. Welcome, everybody, to the 13th floor where the furniture isn't always the best, but the views are amazing. Even Carl's fake smile is halfway amazing. <laughs> I'm your moderator, B Jones, and I got my dog, Brian Jones, on the podcast today. What's up, BJ?
0: Everything's good, baby. Glad to be here
1: absolutely jiggy j days back on the podcast what's going on bro
2: what's going on man another beautiful day
3: in paradise stop looking at me scratching my
1: dreads man this is what you got to look forward to all right
2: right right
3: right that's the, the go <laughs> <You're not laughs> scratching you're not even scratching your dreads though you just right, that's the, scratching like
1: boom <laughs> yeah it's, it's it's in there you know the scalp it, it needs to be moisturized later just right. don't
0: start patting we cool i about to say patting. go ahead
1: <laughs>
3: go ahead and patch your job
1: the pat is real. The, the pencil, pen, whatever you can stick in there is real. All of that, man. man I gotta, that's what I gotta look forward to. Exactly. Or you can just go Coach K style, BJ style, man. Baldy. Baldy with a beard? You win season, bro. <laughs> I just.
2: You
0: like not. You like not.
2: It's going to happen naturally. You know what I mean? I'm just <laughs> not going to happen
3: by choice. I just, I'm alone. You can girl. say it, man. You can say it, man. I, I read. I read uh I, I read your mind, man. You just like <laughs> my head's not shaped for that.
2: I just feel like nah, man. I got yeah. I got a dome. I just is Carol's like, head shaped for?
1: it? I mean, he Carol look fresh, man.
3: Circular, bro. Yeah, look at the look, look at the shape of BJ's head. Circular. Yeah. Yeah, nah.
1: I don't I definitely don't have a head for that, man. My joint uh, is a straight uh, box. I'll be so uh, nah.
3: Finish the introductions. Go ahead, man. My bad. <laughs> 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 take care of your dreads, man. Take take care of them.
1: I'm gonna try to, man. I got these things don't, gotta last, bro. They so don't,
3: don't um don't let them when they when they uh when they do your hairline, just let them do a, a a shadow tape. Don't let them do the oh see, I don't even let nobody uh touch
1: my hairline. I do my own tape and right. you know, shave and all that stuff. I make hard, sure bro. I don't
2: have a fro on top of my dreads, ain't that the thing? People do that. It's a dread yeah, fro. Dread fro.
3: Yeah no. Nah, yeah that's... yeah dreads on top of your throat. Right so, right, right. Dreaded, oh. Dreads on top of your Yeah no. Nah. <laughs>
0: uh, we, we may have to talk about
3: you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we will. Talk about
3: say, you. We love we love you but uh. Right, yeah. right. We will talk about you.
1: Easy easy. Coach <laughs> hey I'm, I'm good I'm good I'm good. I, man. I was gonna say, did I did I skip you I don't want to skip you. No you didn't skip
3: me you started and then I interrupted you you know but. Yeah, man, I'm here, man. I'm glad we got some people made it back in. Some people access card work this week, you know, last week. Yeah, man, access I appreciate Access card was getting denied. I mean, it was a great show, but you know what I mean? They were skipping. Ooh. The elevator was skipping the 13th floor.
1: It was a great <laughs> show, ladies and gentlemen. If you hadn't had the opportunity, to go back and catch that uh, episode 88 where Coach K just laid out diversity and
3: inclusion
1: all across the board and just the spark that you might need to get it going in your life, man. Check
3: that out. Let us know uh, what you think. Leave us, a, leave it in the comments. Leave it in the comments. I, I appreciate that, man. Listen, I'm, Jay Dace is motivating me, man. I got to get get my game up. Jay Dace is out there killing it. Um, <laughs> he's so humble.
2: No, nah, he's man. So just, one, you know, one break at a time, man. One break at a time.
3: Yeah, I'm, man, I'm like, I'm on one ab at a time. One ab, <laughs> ab at a time. <laughs>
1: Oh, man, let's get into it, man. So, we are.
3: Y'all, y'all, I'm sorry, man. Did y'all see my man picture the other day, man? I don't know how he was flexing so hard, but that man had veins everywhere. I was just like, oh my gosh, like, they're they about
1: to get on that pro circuit. Y'all know
3: natural, bro. like, is that natural, <laughs> 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 yeah, natural. Uh, right. Yo, uh, is it <laughs> right? 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 <laughs> Your blood pressure is probably like a hundred because you got so many veins and they just so big, it's like there's no pressure, it's just like going through <laughs> easily. What's up, man? Good okay, for well, you, yeah, man. you. Go
1: ahead the pro circuit, Jay. You get the real bodybuilding on, you know what
2: I'm saying? No, bro.
3: No, just do what you're doing because we're going <laughs> to talk <not>? about <laughs> you. If you put on that little um, that little bikini drawers, we're going to talk about <laughs>
2: like, you. bro, I'm not real about bad. to do the weight, the, uh, the uh, bodybuilding competition. That's just, I can't do it, bro.
3: Real bad. And then when you get that spray-on tan, oh, man, we going to But
2: now what's crazy is that, like, I feel like you, as a
3: like male, you don't really need it. Yeah, No, you still, ha- you still have to get it. You still have to, do... Be- yeah. I feel the way about that though, man. Because it helps, it helps them see the definition the of definition, your muscles, right? But the whole thing,
2: but like, like Caucasian Americans doing that, like I feel the type of way, like that's not natural. Like
3: you're not really. You say Caucasian Americans.
2: <laughs> to say, I, you know, I
0: hear I nothing to say, as you
2: said. I ain't want to say white people. <laughs> you know what I mean? So you just
3: Political correct.
2: <laughs> politically, politically correct. But that's why I'm saying
1: white, say white people
2: on the podcast. I
1: just say, we, say white, look, people,
2: you know, white people. You know, we don't see color. <laughs> Listen, man, how many times do you hear black people? <laughs> on the everybody sees, everybody
0: <laughs> sees color, man. If you don't see color, there's something wrong with you. But I feel like that's kind of... You're somebody's identity.
2: Right, facts. I feel like that's kind of foul, though. You know what I mean? Like, yo, you don't. It's not naturally you're not naturally brown, so so you need to get a spray on tan just to show your definition, like you kind of stealing, if you
3: will. Uh I suppose I, I I don't know, man, but whatever, carry on. Right, my bad. So, yeah, because IG filter, that's all. It's just an IG filter. It's just facts. This the part that kills life. me is that is, is that color shows definition. Right. Mm. Is that's it really? Think about this. That's deep, right there. Okay, that's deep. Go with it. Go with it. <laughs> you
0: gotta have a show on that. Yes. Continue, please. Please continue. <laughs>
3: that was so
1: deep.
0: Makes you want to sit there like,
2: <laughs> right? cuz that's, that's a that's a light bulb moment. You just stare into it like, oh.
1: God. Where where is art right, when you when you need him with the shirt game? Right. Oh yeah, definitely a shirt. Definitely a shirt. Color oh. shirt yeah, so we want to go ahead and get into this thing, man. Election season is definitely upon us. We got about 2 weeks when this podcast drops, I think. 2 or 3 weeks in before uh the actual November 6th. So yeah, yeah, so it's, so it's about a... what day is this Friday? this friday is the 19th so twenty-seven. yeah we got
0: two weeks, no, two, weeks
1: yeah. two weeks early voting uh if you're in one of those early ver- yes. early voting situations uh, up here in maryland it starts october 25th i will be taking full advantage of that because the lines are much much shorter and you get a lot less harassment from your uh, elder elderly through the line so um but it's a lot of good uh it's a lot of uh con- not controversial but a lot of important amendments on the ballots uh, across several states, man. Uh, here in Maryland, we have an amendment on the ballot to get some of this gaming revenue. You know, They open up casinos all across the state, um, get some of this gaming revenue into the educational system. And then we also have on the ballot to have same day voter, reg- same day registration uh, for voters. So you come to the poll same day, get your voter registration on and vote and everything. That sounds like it should be uh, pretty much standard across the board. I know a lot of states already have it as well. BJ, you said it's a lot of um, very important uh, races and uh, ballots in Florida as well.
0: Yeah, there's quite a few. There's um, a couple that have taken over the airwaves and the TV, media, um, newspaper, print, every every type of ad you could think. Um, the restoration of voting rights for convicted felons who have served their time, not counting um, murder or sexual criminals, um, which is only when I look at the numbers or about less than 20% of total felonies. But if you look at all the those different disenfranchised individuals in the state of Florida it's roughly a 1.5 million. Um, And right now they're currently unable to vote, no matter if they serve their time, however old they are, but they're still able to, they're still um, required to pay taxes, do everything else, find a job, provide for their families, but they just can't vote. And this may have happened when they were younger, last year, whatever, But if they serve their time, they're right now not able to vote. Um, So issue amendment number four in Florida um, restores their voting rights to them after their time is served. So that's a major one going on right now um, in the state of Florida.
1: It's huge, man. 1.5 million. That's almost a third of that 6 million, I think, that the disenfranchisement affects. Uh, across the U.S. So it's majority right. in Florida. It impacts the minority community the most. I think the numbers I saw, one in five of black men, or black, mm-hmm. black men, is black men, right? That yes. can't vote. So one of every five black men can't vote because of this felony law. And there's no, um, I guess, not legal proceedings, but nothing that's not arbitrary to get your, your voting rights back. It's crazy. Um, we got a link
3: that we'll post this week to show you that's 20 percent for those of you to like the simple math like myself (laughs) (laughs) we got a
1: link uh, a video we're gonna put out there this week that shows you just how bad this process is so if you didn't think it was important beforehand man go out there and make sure you exercise your right to vote get registered um well i guess it's almost it's too late to register now but go ahead get your vote on early vote november 6th on the day to vote um you also got some marijuana uh, ballot. Marijuana amendments. Across the USU. Huge. I think one of the bigger ones. So Michigan is going for recreational. Utah and Missouri are going for medical. But North Dakota, I, and I think they may be setting a precedent. I, I, I got to do some more of the research on it. But they're legalizing for recreational, and they're going to start an automatic expungement process for those who are convicted of uh, controlled substances um, that have been legalized. So not only will they be legalizing recreational use, but you get your record knocked off and you can get back in this thing. And that opens up doors to a lot of people that might want to get into mm-hmm. the industry that couldn't beforehand because of their legal record. So again, a lot of amendments on the ballot com- coming up this election is very important, man. Go out and exercise your
3: rights. And hey, let me ask you a question, though. Um, and I know we moved on to, to marijuana, um, but why do you think they would not want to restore the voting rights for convicted felons
0: that's easy oh. if you look at the convicted felons the majority of them fall in minority populations then those minority populations um could sway major voting ballots and major voting issues in the past elections so if you look at uh, in the video um Brett mentioned a minute ago we talked about we're going to post i didn't realize that it was that close but if you go back to the um trump election the deciding votes and that could have been swayed either way if you just, let's just say 1.4 million extra voters and i'm not saying they're going to vote one way or the other but one point that those um the last election was lost by 5000 votes
1: in florida right
0: in florida and then back in 2000 the scott was it presidential or was it Scott?
1: You talking about in two thousand four, I believe.
0: I forget which year was it. Was it the governor or was it the presidential election? It was a hundred thousand votes. Mm-hmm. So you know, got one small margin, right? When you think of overall voters in Florida, one point four million people that have the right to vote. Now, will all of them register and exercise that right? Maybe not. But you have minorities. And the vast majority of those numbers that could vote a certain way. And if you look at the trend in when this happened was when the governor shifted from Democratic to Republican and all the Republican races started winning after that. So the disenfranchisement disenfranchisement piece, excuse me, that didn't come out right. Disenfranchisement. 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 (laughs) (laughs) That joint is late, (laughs) man. (laughs) <laughs> it's been a long day. That came to play, and those minorities may be the swing votes in not letting Republican Party win in certain elections. So the idea is to keep them muffled, keep it, keep it to the point where we're granting a few, but not enough to really swing the vote to say we're doing something, but not enough. Um, so don't complain. We're giving some people the respect, back. Um, but the vast majority would most likely vote opposite based on the minority population and how the minority population
3: normally vote in the state of Florida. Right. So that's along the lines of what I was thinking. Um, And I think that when you look at 1.4 million, that's in Florida alone?
1: That's Florida.
3: Florida alone. So think about you have people who have been to the deepest part of our government, of our federal government system, the most broken part of the judicial branch, what do you think those folks are going to do? Who do you think has the most issue with with the current state of our country? Right? So obviously they're going to be very in tune with people that will come in and affect change. And yes, that would be scary if you are the current powers that be and you want to continue to be in power. So, I absolutely see why they don't want to restore their their voting rights, and it's mm-hmm.
1: crazy because it just doesn't, it doesn't just stop there
3: um, for the longest time. You
1: have folks in like states like Georgia, um, I can't remember uh, uh, any others, but Georgia alone, where people just weren't unaware that they had voting rights as convicted felons, so they wouldn't vote. So just the educational piece alone, I mean, I know it still affects certain uh, violent crimes and sexual assaults. But all other felons still regain those right to vote. So have a pathway to regain that piece of their citizenships. And I, and I think it's amazing. It, it's even spoken about on that video that we're going to post. You know, one guy talks about, you know, I can pay taxes. Uh, I, can, I can work, but I can't vote. So, you know, how much of a citizen am I really? You know, and, and it boils down to that, that basic human right, you know. <coughs> but you're not a citizen. And, and you're not, technically. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's huge, man. I mean, when
0: you go, when you look at just the uh, the mental games people play with things like this. So we want you to be success, we we want you to be successful and go out and earn a living and be successful and provide for your family. But oh, by the way, you can't control who's on your school board. But I got to send my kids to public schools if I choose that route. Or I can't vote who's the mayor in my city. Or I can't vote on issues going on in my city. Like you're really telling that person, yeah. We go back to the idea that two-thirds, like, you're not even a whole human. You're not even worth the vote of cast as a human being, citizen in this community, in this state. So, eh, just going back to the business. Don't worry about it And don't complain about anything. You should be lucky you're free. But the the whole idea behind it is that you have served your time based on what the justice system has said you your debt to society is, whether that's, 10 years in jail, fines, whatever the case may be, community service, whatever that that time is, you've legally served your your debt to society. So your restoration of those rights should be automatic. Should be,
3: absolutely. And what's funny is that in the state of Florida, I have seen more coverage of Amendment 13 than I have Amendment 4 and Amendment 13 is to save the greyhounds and to eliminate (laughs) greyhound racing because the dogs undergo uh, such harsh treatment. Uh, They have injuries. And man, I promise you that's on like every 20 minutes.
1: Well, we talked about that, right? We talked about about
3: PETA being more more, more powerful (laughs) than than... anything in the world. Right, exactly. (laughs) Mm I'm gonna challenge that though, cause uh,
1: I think you know there might be one force that might be just as powerful, if not more, than uh, Peter, and that's the wife, ladies and gentlemen. Um, and I, I definitely want to segue into that <laughs> conversation.
0: I trying to like a segue <laughs> <laughs> right. I think you need a screen to this right. <laughs> That uh,
1: that phrase, man, happy wife, happy life. Now I'm not married, but I, I hear it all the time, and a lot of guys live by it. And you know, I just think it's one of the As true as it is, or may be, it's definitely, I think, one of the most unfair situations to kind of find yourself in. Because as soon as I hear that happy wife, happy life, you know, it's like, the first thing I think about is like, well, what about us? You know, what about me as the man in the relationship? And, you know, it assumes that, you know, just bend over backwards, make sure she's good, and then you get that peace of mind. But do you really have that peace of mind?
3: And, and that's the question, right? Is it really a happy life at the end of the day? Is, is it really a happy life? Because what you're setting up, you're setting up for one person to be happy, and then the other one just has to settle. And,
1: and how much do you hear that from the other side of the table? I don't want to say, I know what I'm worth. I know what I should be getting.
3: Look at Jay. Go ahead, Jay. <laughs> no,
1: because <'cause laughs> a lot of
2: things that I hear is that, you know, you hear from the other side that how much they have sacrificed, um, you know, their selves or they put themselves last because everybody else got to be taken care of. So I hear that often to all the time as well. So, so I got
1: to
0: – so I, I hear you and, I, and I'm i not – Hold on, BJ. Hold on. Before okay.
1: this, I think I got to preface It says everybody's situation is different. It's different. different. So – You got to kind of take this conversation, ladies listening, males, and apply it to your own life because we are definitely not making blanket or generalized statements. Um,
3: Actually, what I want to say is, is that fellas, if you're listening, um, just know that the 13th floor is a fictitious place. We don't (laughs) have a place for you to stay. If you put out, you can't come to the 13th floor (laughs) and crash just wanted you to know and as we always say the furniture is not that great anyway so your back is gonna hurt so <laughs> let you know back to you bj
0: so and, and again you you segue perfectly because that's what i was say because everybody's situation is different but i think the the problem with that statement is that since society has changed and, and i'm i'm gonna go big and come back small right society as a whole has changed so when you look at Uh, roles and responsibilities of a wife in the past versus today and again every household is different those roles are not static they change and where a sacrifice for um, work or career or school was the I don't want to say the norm but was a almost a You're going to sacrifice your stuff so either the male can succeed or the kids can succeed and do better whatever that's not necessarily the standard the status quo today with more and more females taking over as far as um higher positions in a job and contributing more time that way and going back to school and getting higher degrees more so than ever in the past so when you look at the roles reversals and what everybody has to do in their household I think that that statement is an arbitrarily good. Yes, you want your wife to be happy, but I think sacrificing yourself for your own um, personal happiness in the process is a detriment to men, mental health and physical health as well.
2: Yeah, I think it doesn't make sense to say just because if I make her happy, I'm going to be happy by default. Like I don't think it worked like that. Like, your happiness can bring you know an aspect of my happiness, but you got to kind of. He's like you got to be happy that doesn't make sense to make somebody else happy in an effort to make you happy uh, so I never really agree with that statement as well I think like we both should strive to like we, it should be mutual it should be reciprocal right.
1: we should be kind of trying, trying to make it. each other happy man and you yeah. know what it's rooted in you know it's like that that stress level of you know okay do I deal with you know the pushback or do I deal with you know, all of this that'll come with my opinion is a little less, or should I just like, okay, yes, man. It, right. knowing is it worth head, the
2: fight? That, that comes with choosing your battles. I mean, I look yeah. after y'all more so than anything, but, you know what I mean? Choosing <laughs> your battles, man, knowing when to gracefully bow out and knowing when you got to hey, know, know when to hold them. Right. <laughs> know when to fall. <laughs> right. You got you to gotta choose those wisely, man, because it's sometimes it's not worth it. And sometimes it is, but it's not so much worth it in the sense of like, you gotta be right, but more so to say,
0: Hey, we need to talk about this. Yeah, it's not just, one Yeah,
2: it's not just, you not, just go get your point across. Then let's go to sleep. Happy, happy, go lucky. Right? No, like I have something I need to say. So.
3: I, I, I think it's just, you wonder why the divorce rate is 50%, right? Even though I heard earlier today, that the divorce rate is dropping. Um, but then the exact thing that I was thinking was, well, there's probably less people getting married, which is why there's less people getting divorced, um, which was the point that was brought up. And this was on the Steve Harvey show. Um, and it's just one of those things where, look, you're programming in these people's minds, happy wife, happy life. Right. So let me ask you a question. Who gets to be happy in a um, a, a non heterosexual marriage hmm.
1: good question don't know i, I don't, know if, I don't know if we
2: all was... been that quiet
3: at one time <laughs>
2: <laughs> how do we navigate yeah that? how do you uh
3: <laughs> yeah in a same-sex marriage who, who gets to be happy and then i wonder what the divorce rate is and maybe we need to look this up bj if you could look this up at some point who get What what is the divorce rate in same-sex marriage Because I'd be curious to see if when you remove that foolishness of happy wife, happy life, does it lead to an overall more happier and more happier? (laughs) Does it lead to a happier (laughs) and a a more sustainable uh, marital relationship? I
1: think it does. Um, And I think it's because there's less focus on the traditional role set, um, less focus on what I and bring it to the table and a more of a focus on what we, because you have these two people um, in a non-traditional marriage sense that have had to come together amongst, you know, whatever types of oppression uh, and, you know, kind of (laughs) just be great together uh, for lack of a better term. Shout out J-Days.
2: But I I think that they also, but at the same time, like those same sex marriages or relationships, they oftentimes assume roles. So I wonder how much of that, plays a okay. fact like they assume like roles in the sense of like
1: if we had to categorize it right right, right.
2: you know what i mean so it's like that one is the male one's the or more dominant if you will however, yeah. you, however you want to phrase it but
3: uh, yeah so before we get into some waters that's way too rough and we get in trouble um with some of our <laughs> listeners because you know we that that could turn bad real quick but yeah i'm but, my mouth
0: i'm looking up facts right now i ain't that one
3: <laughs> right. conversation but but <laughs> the, the, the real point of it is If you take away that expectation and then replace it with the expectations that both parties should be happy, how much more powerful is that union now? And 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 that's the question. In this is, have we been programmed to have fifty percent divorce rate? Mm. Because most of the time when I hear it, I don't hear women saying it. I hear men saying it. Oh, you know, saying happy wife, happy man, right, right. Right? but
1: every man does that that's I,
3: because but I, but I also feel like that's because it goes without saying for those women right i'm not saying that, that every woman, that. i'm not saying that every woman subscribes to that and and expects that as long as they're happy everybody will be happy but for the ones that do what i'm saying is um man you made me lose my point jay save me <laughs> I lost. (laughs) Well, what I thought you were going to say was that, you know, when you said that the women automatically subscribe to that, not that they subscribe to the. Oh, they don't have to say it. I was saying that they don't have to say it because it's put out there so much. It's promoted so much already. It's just a, a default state. So they don't have to say it. So what I was thinking that you were going is that because
1: they have an understanding that they kind of do sacrifice a little bit more or do go, you know, the extra mile to kind of some be submissive or just, you know, pour into the relationship a little bit more than some men do. Because what I was going to say is that typically when I do hear men say, oh, happy wife, happy wife, it's usually men in what excuse me, can be considered or seen, uh, you know, a less than ideal situation or whatever. So really, like I said, all they're trying to do is alleviate some level of stress that they may assume if they go against the grain, so to speak.
3: Yeah, but are you alleviating that stress or are you internalizing it?
1: Exactly. Yeah. and, and the quality of, up, of life is that if you actually spoke up or expressed whatever concern it was, had an open and honest conversation, would things change a little bit?
3: you know like right it, and, and for the women that aren't going to check right on the level of happiness of your husband, how happy are you when your husband checks out before you do and leaves you by yourself because he died from a heart attack? or from chronic stress, how happy are you then? So for the longevity and for the, the sustainability of your happiness, it's it's in your best interest to check on his happiness. And we know, look, we, we have communication issues and we, we don't always communicate well with each other, but I think that needs to be why people go to counseling, right, not, yeah. not for when something goes wrong, let's go just for a checkup mm. to see okay hey are we both happy in this are there some other things we can do and not wait until you know we're at defcon 7 or you know it's red alert before we go do it so i back up to
0: a year and a half ago when i this this whole idea i really just had to accept part of this in the application again that's why i think a situation of two um when it was time for us to purchases the house right so when it we talking about communication you're talking about providing for your wife you talk about providing for your husband back and forth but things like that when i what i had to do was realize look around and be like you know what there's some things i want but at the end of the day is this, is me sacrificing this this piece of the house whether it's the paint color whether it's the furniture whatever is it really worth me pushing back on and something like arbitrary like that for me is like, you know what? You do what you want, but I and I have my siblings. Or so you can do whatever you want. The kitchen, where I spend all my, most of my time, and then my area where I have, when I do my outside or whatever, that's me. You tell me what you want to do with the rest of it, we'll make it happen. I'll support you make it happen. But then we go to things like, oh, we have a disagreement about something we should do with the kids. Well, that's not just a... I'm going to give in and just say, well, if you're happy, if that makes you happy, then just go with when I have a, a heartfelt disagreement with what it, what it is that we need to hash it out. and We need to work it out. It's not just a back off to make you happy. And I'm really, really upset about it. That's that type of sacrifice. is not worth it in the end.
2: But that, that whole thing about, you know, hey, the kitchen, let me just have that. And you have this, that's not happy wife, happy life. That's compromise. You know what I mean? That's, that's what the, one of the foundations of a relationship. you, you got to be willing to do that. The fact that you were able to say, take a step back, say, you know, it's not worth it, that's you know, it's big on your part. And for her to say, you know, okay, cool, he could have a kitchen and that, that back and forth, that, that shows, like Kay was talking about, the growth of a union and being able to move forward. And I think the happy wife, happy life thing is letting society kind of run your relationship and not you or the other person as a team but you're letting other people in because that's not, is that really your thinking or is that what was, like you said, like Kay said, programmed into you? Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Yeah. I mean, if I'm hearing it, you know, that's, that's that, that perfect like union, like that's, that's the goal that you kind of strive for, you know, like the giving, the take, you know, understanding what space you can operate in and what space your spouse can operate in and giving and and allowing each other to have that latitude. Um, But do you find yourself? So when it comes to, the I guess the disagreements that we have in relationships Um, you know I find myself having to learn hard lessons um, and I find myself having to let people learn hard lessons when it comes to certain disagreements whether it be with how you manage your child or whatever it just kind of it's kind of inherent in nature and yes it's frustrating um, but I think the bigger thing that comes from all of that is the conversation afterwards Um, so you know as Carol kind of uh, alluded to, you know, not letting stuff get to like DEFCON 6, but understanding that if we can communicate about this small or smaller version of a, of a problem, then we don't have to worry about World War three breaking out the next time this thing comes, comes up.
0: By no means do it. Again, again, I think the main point is for anybody who may be taking this and not hearing the whole conversation, any of us are saying that we don't think our significant others deserve to be happy. That's not by any means the the conversation has been said here. So if that's what you heard, I need you to plus rewind and go back and re listen again <laughs> and come back to this point in the in the podcast. But if yeah. you if you if you did really hear what we we're saying, it's really that it's not about personal sacrifice to the point where um, I should be unhappy in my daily life because I'm sacrificing everything. And if you get to that point, then we got got some other stuff we need to work on.
3: I want to go ahead and submit the new marriage slogan, happy spouse, happy house.
1: (laughs) There it is. We got to go ahead and trademark that that thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. BJ, on it. Gotcha. (laughs) Oh, man. Hey, before we uh, start wrapping this thing up, I want to remind all of our listeners, man. Get connected with us at 13th Floor, please, on all of your social media platforms. I know you love this podcast because we brought it educational. We brought a relationship and, you know, giving you all types of things to talk about when you carry home after your uh, 45-minute ride to work or wherever. Uh, But subscribe. We're on YouTube with the videos, on Vimeo with the videos, and all over iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, uh, Spotify, all your podcatchers and podcasting platforms check us out 13th floor uh so who i'm going to first jdace man what's going what's on how you around oh yeah so um yo,
2: know, quick something that you can incorporate you know in your weight loss goals weight loss journey uh contrast showers it's something that i implement uh, in my routines uh, that's basically that's cold showers i'm trying to introduce that cryotherapy i know that's kind of scary when you think of it you know cold showers like bro i'm not doing that but Um, what it actually does is activates your brown fat or your brown tissue, your fat tissue. And this is metabolically active tissue and helps to burn calories. So you're just sitting there in cold and the brown fat is being activated, trying to heat your body up and it helps to burn more calories, even whether it's after a workout or, you know, just doing it on the regular. It helps with stress, helps to, uh, you know, decrease stress levels and things like that. Um, so I'm sorry to be strategic about it though. So when you're in the I shower,
1: I don't know about it decreasing the stress level yeah. it, it, because
2: because it, it you know it does it does so because you're going from a warm environment to a cold environment, so your body's kind of getting not like to get You know what I mean? I don't,
3: I don't know if it's that it decreases your stress level, Jay. I think as you get. More used to it, it teaches your body to deal with stress better. Respond to be better.
2: To that, that's what. Yeah, that's, that's I'll, what. I mean. I'll buy that one. Yeah, yeah re- it responds. Uh, you, you're better able to better equipped to respond to stress. Yeah. Yep.
3: Um, I don't look yeah. the part. I don't look the part, ladies and gentlemen, but I have quite a bit of knowledge.
2: <laughs> so to be strategic <laughs> with, um, if you have a you know removable showerhead or just have a shower showerhead, period, um, let it hit your upper chest and your upper back that's where your the bulk of your brown fat is located in your body. So, you know, th- that's where you, you're, you're muted, BJ. I
0: said, say that one more again.
2: So your upper <laughs> chest and your upper baby.
0: Take the shower head off. If you have, so a, have, remote, you have a remove, If you have a remote, yeah. Okay, I thought you meant like unscrew, um, like, <laughs> like, water,
3: like, <laughs> Actually, Jay, to get it activated, though, you have to include your head in there. You, you, ha- you have to include your head. So... Mm-hmm. It, it's not really to your advantage to take the shower head off because you you' you, you listen, man, y'all, I don't even know where y'all going right now, Jay, you stay with me, right? You have to include your head right because listen so the in your head is the temperature controls that's why they always tell you keep your head warm, and the rest of your body will be warm, mm-hmm. so you have to expose that to the 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 transition in in the in the temperature of the water, okay. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. We'll, so I took it we'll to try it tomorrow, Jay. Look at that. Man, tag I, 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 kinda, um, man I'm probably going to say this wrong, man. There's a breathing exercise that you can do because you know when you transition from the hot to the cold, all of a sudden you feel like you can't breathe very deeply, like you breathe real shallow. Mm-hmm. So there is, I think it's called the Hoffman exercise, I think it's called. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll put the right thing in the show notes. But basically, you practice um, like very quick breaths. And then that prepares you for the transition. And when you do the transition, all of a sudden you feel like you can breathe normal. And the goal should be to where you breathe normally when that cold water hits. Right.
1: All I think about is those ice baths I used to have to take out the track practice. And you're absolutely right. It's the greatest thing for the muscles from the legs and everything.
2: Right, so the restorative process that, you know, it just increases blood circulation and everything, man. So it's, it's, it's crazy uh, beneficial. It's not the react- most comfortable react- thing, but it's it's crazy beneficial. There's
3: actually wow. a gang of cryotherapy centers in Chicago, so I'm definitely going to go try it out. I'll let y'all know.
1: Man, just go outside between the months of November. Let us know before you go. <laughs> okay. Right, right. <Just> go
0: <laughs> you got out there. They didn't freeze your whole entity <laughs> for the next 20-something
3: years. <laughs> oh, man, come back at Captain America. That would be awesome. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Coach K, man, take us home, baby.
3: Uh, I'll take you all home with just a, a, a political push. If, if, if you're tired about of, of what's happening right now, then do something about it. I mean, I don't care who you vote for. If you want to maintain, then go vote for the people that's going to maintain it. If you want to see a change, go out there and make sure that you consider not just voting, but the actual amendments, and don't go out there and vote just for people that look like you because you think that they're going to represent you. That may not necessarily be the case. Make sure you do your homework. Um, There are people out there that want uh, to win just for power and and fame, and then there are people that actually want to make a difference. So make sure you go out there, uh, align yourselves with those people that are going to drive a diverse cause and, uh, and be inclusive of everyone in this country.
1: There it is, ladies and gentlemen. We are done here on the 13th floor where the furniture isn't always the best, but the views are amazing. Hey you know what's really funny though is how like the brown The thirteenth floor, floor, floor The thirteenth floor, floor.